The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Good morning out there. I hope you're all having a wonderful Thursday morning. And today I'd like to share with you a cool show of recaps. We've had some great shows over the last few years. And um, some of our favorite shows that you made number one shows and were the most downloaded, listened to, live listened to, etc. A couple of them I'm going to take excerpts from today and share with you. Because... You really love these shows, and many of you have reached out to me in phone calls, emails, and other things, especially about the John of God live show that I did when I sat down with Medium Joao. And another show that you really enjoyed was the Woman in Gold interview, and that became a movie with Helen Mirren and um, some other really notable stars. And we sat down here with the lawyer that won the case for the Klimt painting to get out of Austria and back in the hands of the original family owners and that's what the whole movie was about and so Maria who is the movie's star who is a real life woman that survived and escaped during the Holocaust um, time frame in the war over there relocated over to America and in the Woman in Gold movie it's all spelled out how she got out and how the painting of her aunt, um, which was such a renowned Klimt painting, was the subject of great controversy over a long time until this lawyer from Los Angeles took it on and won. And it's an unprecedented case because the lawyer actually sued the country, and that's never been done before. So to hear the, all the archives of these, you can go to the radio player at makinglifebrighter.com and you can go to the radio tab. You can also find us and subscribe on iTunes under Making Life Brighter Radio and you can go to voiceamerica.com and we are on the health and wellness channel and you can look up Making Life Brighter and all the episodes there as well. So you can find us in a variety of places, but all these episodes that I'm playing today for you the full interviews are back on the archives, and the easiest way to do it is just to go to makinglifebrighter.com and go to the radio tab and down on the player. You push on the three bars, and you can pull up all of what we've done. So if you've missed a show or there's a certain subject matter you'd like to click on, they're all right there. And these shows are available to you in its entirety there. So you can just scroll backwards in time and find them. The John of God live interview in its entirety was, I believe, in August of 2015 and the woman in gold interview was in July 
just before that. So you can check those out within the same time frame. And then, of course, one of our favorite shows this past year from last spring until Christmas time was the Elephant Sanctuary down in Brazil that I visited last year. And you all followed along and were very interested. And with your help in creating awareness, they were able to move Mia, Maya and Gita, the two elephants, to the sanctuary, which they now live in and can roam freely. And this is amazing. So it was a great journey. It was quite an interview series. And there might be a few little scratches and blips in that technology because we had a technical difficulty when we were down there in the jungle in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And that may have translated a little bit in our interview, but you'll get the gist of it. No worries. So you guys love that series. It was one of the number one series that we've ever done. And just like we're doing now with the Olympic athletes, um, that series with the elephants was phenomenal. And your help and awareness helped raise the money and you got those elephants moved to the free roam sanctuary. So thank you to everyone that did donate. Thank you to everyone that did participate and continues to participate because elephants in general need our support and our love and they are so valuable to our earth plane and what they're doing for our earth plane. And um, so that all those shows, there's four episodes of those shows that are available for you to listen to. And it's called Live in Brazil, the Elephant Sanctuary series, part one, two, three, and four. And you can go back and check those out starting last May of 2016. And um, they're just some really great great series that I hope that if you haven't taken the time to listen to, you will. And we've been doing some really neat things here, not only trying to find you people that are doing extraordinary things in the world, but also things that are making our life brighter through technology, through health, through wellness, and bringing you the possibility that there is more than what's being dictated to you out in the world of negativity. And whether it's media, you know, skewed content that's being put out there suggesting all these negative things in the world. There's a lot of great things that are happening and there's some wonderfully innovative and tuned in people that are having insights and changing our world in live time by the things that they're doing. And so it doesn't always have to be what looks like a celebrity in order for someone to have done something really wonderful in our world. And that's what Making Life Brighter is about. It's about truth. It's about sincerity. It's about people that are doing really neat things. And I'm sharing that with you within this show just as a recap. And coming up, we've got some more miraculous healing stories, which I talked about last week in my work. And I will again share with you more of those miraculous healing stories because they are, in fact, amazing. (laughs) Many of them are very amazing. So... Um, I have more up my sleeve for you that way. And like I said, I promised quantum physics, and it's coming. It's forthcoming. I also will have some Grammy winners and uh, some people that are doing some great things in music and our world. What's neat about those people upcoming is that not only are they winning an award, and it's not just for music. What I'm choosing people on criteria with is the fact that they are doing something in the world that's helping or helping their community or growing their community or or participating with something that I hope you find inspiring and helpful to you. Kind of like 
our Winter Olympic athletes that I've been interviewing, and you can check that out um, in the archives as well. And we have a special GoFundMe campaign for them. So I'm going to ask you and invite you to share with everybody. And you can donate a little or a lot. You can get a signed jersey by them. You can support them because this is the time when they're qualifying and this is the time that they need your help. And you can go to winifred.net to the music page I have there. And in the community section, you will find the campaign for them. And it's a GoFundMe campaign, and it helps them raise the money for training, for traveling, for expenses, for everything that they need to do. Mostly their training runs and things that are required for them to qualify even. And as I was telling you in the last show, it can cost people up to $200 for one run down the track. That's a lot of money, and it's a lot of money for them to maintain, maintain tracks like that at that quality So while they have the uh, training center there in Lake Placid, New York, that most of them are at, they have to travel around the world, and they're doing much uh, competition right now. And uh, boy, is that, that's an insane job and a crazy schedule they keep and a crazy intensity. So they could use your help. And if you will go to winifred.net and check out the community section there, you will find exactly what I'm talking about, and you can donate 20 bucks, 50 bucks. You can get a hat, you can get a jersey, whatever you can afford to do, just like we did with the elephants. And all the money from that goes to them. Making Life Brighter doesn't keep any of these monies for these campaigns. It goes directly to wherever it's supposed to go to. So, you guys, if you can tell the world, that would be great. And feel free to share because you're helping our winter athletes qualify and prepare for their best shot at gold next year. And it's coming up quick on them. So I think they've offered us some really amazing insight into a world that's rarely seen. And I'm glad and grateful that I've gotten to share that with you because these are truly extraordinary individuals. And hopefully we'll have more of them coming up and we'll have some other Olympiads coming up for you as well. We here at Making Life Brighter would like to know some things. So I'm inviting you to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter and either send a message that way or email us directly and tell us the things in your world that make your life brighter. And if you'd like to send in a little video clip or post it on the Making Life Brighter page, that would be super. So go ahead and let us know what it is that's making your world brighter. How is it that the world around you is making you happy? Because something that we're seeing everywhere is that everyone's talking about the negativity in the world, the fear in the world, the darkness in the world. And that darkness is not only real, at the same time it's an illusion. So while it's being created and is real by people feeding into it, Making Life Brighter is dedicated to sharing what's positive. And I'm asking you to participate if you'd like to and get a friend Send a little video clip from wherever you are and let us know what makes your life brighter. Let us know what makes you silly and what makes you laugh and what makes your heart sing. Or something that's going on in your neighborhood or somewhere around you that's wonderful and positive and good. And there's an awful lot of that out there. Another thing I'd like to bring to your attention is to celebrate someone older. There are older people entering into a world right now that's very hard for them to navigate with technology as fast as it's moving. 
And it would be scary if you were an older person coming into this world where you can't easily just call somebody up and have them help you on the phone like companies used to do. Now you have to have a PIN code for this one and an email for that one and, a, you know, all this stuff. How do you navigate that if you can't see, if you aren't on the computer, which seems to be a mandatory thing or you don't know how to use one? makes it very challenging for people. So I'm asking you to reach out a little bit to the people around you that are older, and this is kind of a call to action, I guess, and see if you can help. See if you can offer a hand. Maybe take a little more time and recognize them as you pass through your day and stop and smile and say hello. Because there's an entire generation of people that are soon going to feel like they're forgotten in our world of insane technology. And I'm asking to put a little community effort into saying hello or reaching out with loving kindness and maybe helping them. However, that, that works. You know, when I went to visit Switzerland last year, the people that I stayed with that hosted me for my work with Beatrice, that's part of what they did, is they reached out to other seniors and really helped them. They'd go into their homes and help them. And all I'm saying is wherever you encounter someone, let's not dismiss them. It's a tough struggle in a world that's changing so fast around if you're not up with technology. And it seems to be very unforgiving these days. So on that note, I'm sure they also have some stories they could tell you that would make us laugh, right? And uh, we've even featured a few of those here on this show. So I hope you have a wonderful day today. Go jolly, everybody. This is to Making Life Brighter and your favorite shows right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry. All of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God. These healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america
Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we're back with special guest, co-founder, and CEO of Global Elephant Sanctuary. Almost Global Sanctuary for Elephants. There's uh, several organizations <laughs> out there similar, but yes, we have Global Sanctuary for Elephants. And this is Scott Blaze. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here to talk to you and uh, share a little bit of our work. We're here currently in Brazil together, and we are talking about this amazing project that you are now spearheading and have jumped off and are taking the leap and live in Brazil now, and you are creating an entirely new sanctuary for elephants here in Brazil. Exactly. Yeah, we're here in Brazil uh, to start the uh, Elephant Sanctuary Brazil. Uh, this is the first sanctuary for captive elephants in South America, which a lot of people will first question, but elephants don't live in South America naturally. Right. And that's correct. They're not native to <laughs> South America. However, because of human entertainment, they've been brought into circuses and zoos, and have actually essentially been been traumatized by this experience, by their lives, by their sterile environments, and we're here to create a sanctuary to give them a new life, give them a new alternative. So this is kind of a free roam sanctuary, although it is fenced in around the perimeter. These elephants will be able to walk freely in this property, is that correct? Yeah, more or less. Uh, sanctuary is incredibly dynamic. It is a 2,800-acre uh, property that we've been able to locate on. Uh, phenomenal property. It's just absolutely glorious in every way. Uh, <laughs> every is. day it becomes more glorious. Every every step of exploration, it just becomes more remarkable what it's going to soon offer elephants. And uh, what it's going to be is... is uh, the sanctuary will be divided into sections. It's uh, for Asian elephants and African elephants and also males and females. And unfortunately, because of the trauma, we also have to subdivide some of those sections. So even though the space is enormous, we do have some, some subdivided plots. In a perfect world, all the Asians can be together and all the Africans can be together in you know, two separate places. Uh, but because of the trauma, sometimes we have to acclimate them. Uh, they have to go through a process of recovery. So you have to design the facilities to help them through that process and for a time even though they're incredibly herd oriented uh, um, animal and species again the trauma the Im negative impact of captivity sometimes causes them to be a little bit more withdrawn less open less interactive so we have to accommodate that ability and uh, and design the facilities to, uh, for the full spectrum of recovery that that takes place here and so what's the prime objective for this for the organization the main why point, yeah the main impetus for this is is to give captive elephants a, a better life uh, we know from years of experience I started the first sanctuary in Tennessee and I started the first expansive sanctuary of the same model um, in North America in 1995 uh, managed it for 16 years and you know at that point we didn't know what would happen uh, we didn't know how elephants would respond we also didn't know, uh, we didn't have a clue how vastly they would recover and the full depth of, of just magnificent that emer magnificence that emerge. Um, so you found from. that they, they responded well to uh, the ability to roam freely? 
It's the ability to roam freely in sanctuary has multiple components. It's not about not only about giving them the space, it's about giving them the respect. It's about nurturing the individual characteristics as well as nurturing the species and who they are as 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 nature intended. And it's about creating a space that allows them to return to this. Uh, we have done an incredible injustice to elephants in captivity for human entertainment, you know, for a few laughs or a few smiles, for a ride on the back of an elephant. We have done a complete injustice to these individuals. And to create sanctuary, it's a chance to give them, get, create the space that allows them to be an elephant again. Um, this isn't always easy because of the trauma, uh, but it's always remarkable. Uh, some recover seamlessly. Sometimes it's, you know, instantaneous that they just come out of 40 years of isolation and they just emerge into this herd and like it's like it's like they had been there their whole life and others are a process and part of sanctuary is honoring that individual process um, and giving them that time the space and nurturing the respect to to recover and, and to to thrive you know it's, it's just giving them a new life giving them um, giving them a second chance well this is a pristine amazing property and it's vast it has different sections to it it's got mountainous terrain it's got valleys it's got water and rivers and probably waterfalls somewhere that we don't even know about <laughs> yeah indeed we still have a lot of exploration on this property uh, we actually global sanctuary for elephants uh, my, and it was co-founded by my wife and I and a few other uh, professionals uh, Peter, uh, Peter Granley and Joyce Poole from Elephant Voices and a local Brazilian Junior Machado um, and brought elephant uh, global sanctuary for elephants together to to help projects like this to help get them off the ground there's a lot of efforts to start sanctuaries internationally uh, and many of them stagnate and many of those fail uh, because it's a difficult time the early stages are very challenging it's hard to raise money for an idea but we are uh, we, we know that it's going to thrive and, and that's why we're here is because we know not only that it can be successful and will be successful but we know what it brings to the elephants and we have the dedication and the perseverance to, to bring it together because it's it's remarkable. I mean, what the lives of these elephants, and you think the property is amazing now, just wait till elephants are on it. It's just <laughs> not only the individual is amazing, but how they how they impact the land, how they bless the environment. Well, it's, they're sacred beings. They're sacred land animals, and uh, they're equivalent to our buffalo and the whales, and they hold a sacred space for the earth plane. Oh, I'm going to get chills and goosebumps and, and lose any train of thought. I mean, they're beyond sacred <laughs> to me. Uh, you know, I've been working with elephants from the time I was 15 years old and, and saw some of the worst treatment imaginable, but saw, you know, at the sanctuary in Tennessee, saw who they can become. Uh, and with that, it's allowing us to see, they allow us to see a depth of, of themselves, a depth of their their full emotional intelligence, their their spirituality, their their I've just I'm lost for words yeah. with this. They are they, well. You're the perfect person for this, really. I mean, you you have so much passion for this, and it lives and breathes in you and emanates all over the place. Wherever Scott goes, he's just so fully vested in this, and it's amazing to watch. And it's amazing to watch him explore this property further, because he takes it so seriously, and it's such a sacred endeavor and has such a, a vast meaning and so what it, what is the obstacle currently what is it that you're up against with bringing them here in brazil of all places i mean it, well one of the remarkable things about brazil um and, and this location in south america is advancing legislation so we are 
well ahead of other regions in the world. And part of the reason for starting, you know, with the Global Sanctuary Elephants, this is our pilot project is here in Brazil, and it's because uh, the vast number of elephants that we can help in the shortest amount of time. Elephants are literally knocking on our door. Uh, we have sanctuaries in the United States that are fighting for years to get elephants released from zoos and circuses, and we literally have them waiting in line for us. Where are they coming from? Uh, from zoos and circuses um, in South America. Uh, there's an elephant in Chile. We just got phone calls about six from Argentina. Uh, there's two elephants in, in um, a state in the south of Brazil uh, who were confiscated five years ago. And, you know, great, great effort to confiscate from them, them confiscate them from the circus. Uh, but because they didn't have an alternative, they didn't have a sanctuary, they didn't have an appropriate environment, they were left with nowhere to go. And they're actually stuck on chains on a farm, a small farm, owned by the leader of the circus. Uh, that they were confiscated from, which is not logical at all. And one of them, uh, Gita, has become grossly underweight. She's probably at least 1,500 pounds underweight right now. And Maya, because of the restrictions and, and lack of respect, um, they're not getting the lives each day as they were on the circus, but there's still a lack of respect. There's a lack of understanding. She's actually becoming increasingly aggressive. And they're waiting for us as soon as we can open our doors. And when, um, when can you open? What? We can open our doors in as little as four months, uh, possibly sooner and the biggest obstacle is money uh, one of the challenges with a sanctuary in this stage is to many people it's still an idea it's still a concept we see it as real it's well, tangible it exists I'm sorry what's step one now what can you do to um, donate you know is the, is the biggest For thing what will uh, it go to to move these elephants yeah, the, the first, our first phase of development it includes a medical care center, which is really simple structure here, and, you know, because the climate is absolutely perfect. Not only is the land amazing, but the climate is ideal. It's year-round, outdoor living, ideal for these elephants. And you've been, you've been in other areas of Brazil, and this is exquisite. It's never too hot, never too cold. Um, it's really ideal. So we have an open-sided medical care structure, which will be an introductory zone and also a place where we can do behavioral, uh, I mean, uh, positive reinforcement training, um, which is all through food reward and a lot of praise. Uh, so we can medicate them and care for their wounds that have, you know, that we may have, for some of these individuals, they will carry with them for life uh, because of captivity. And so it's an open, open-sided medical care structure. And then, um, and then two 20-acre yards, and this is just the first phase. So that requires what to make this all happen? Our target is $450,000, mm-hmm. uh, and that includes actually the down payment, which you've already paid. Um, uh, it includes the medical care center, the tw- two 20-acre corrals, infrastructure uh, that is needed with electricity and water, um, and that's 450, and we're about $150,000 shy from reaching that goal. Uh, so as soon as we can, can. And then, so does that include the transport of them? This does not include the transport. Uh, this is just to prepare the facilities. So like fencing and creating the structure. And exactly. And for these first two elephants, you know, uh, fencing. I mean, uh, transport's not going to be easy with Mayangita. I mean, sorry. Uh, for the first two elephants, Mayangita, the transport's not going to be expensive. They're just coming from the south of Brazil. It's not. It's it's a big it's deal. It's not from another country. It's not from another but country. I say it's, I say it's easy. I've moved a bunch of elephants. Um, it's not always easy, you know. But it's it's a. Uh, Generally speaking, it's it's pretty it's easier than having them come from another easier, country. and if you approach it correctly, it is it is pretty seamless. But it's doable, and that's the it's idea very here. Very doable. It? And as soon as they can get moved, so 
if you if someone wants to donate and we want to reach that goal in as little time as possible, how can they do it? Where can uh, they go to? Real simple. There's a couple different ways. Uh, you can visit our, our uh, the easiest is going to our website, which is simply globalelephants.org. Um, and that's elephants plural, globalelephants.org. And from there, there's donations linked right on donation links right on the first page, um, and that's probably the easiest way. Uh, you can also call us, area code six one five four three five nine five two three. We're always here. It's a U.S. number, but it'll reach us here in Brazil at no cool. charge to you and very little <laughs> charge to us. Uh, so if you want to, you know, questions, you know, uh, we're, we're always happy to talk to prospective donors and people that are interested to to share more of our work. And what are the size of donations that you generally receive what um. the whole spectrum uh one of the things that we really strive for here is is to let people know that everything matters uh all i have is 50 dollars. it does something it adds up and it's remarkable what happens when everyone comes together and on that note we'll be right back with more making life brighter and scott blaze talking about the global elephants Org, and that's where you can go to to find out more information. You can also go to Facebook and Making Life Brighter, and we'll post it there for you. But check it out and donate a little bit, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams. I'm a guide to John of God, and I have been interviewing John of God 
live down at the Casa, and I've been sharing that today with you. We have a continued segment going on with the interview that I had, and what you heard in the last segment at the tail end was a picture I want to paint for you for the rest of this interview. This is so amazing. What happened that day was so special. I was sitting there in between the translator on my left and John of God on my right, and the beginning of the interview didn't actually record. So I said to him, oh my God, after all that, nothing recorded. <laughs> and he looked at me and he laughed. And I thought, that's it. I'm going to be booted. I'm going to be thrown out. And that's the end of it. Sorry. See you later. Not at all. He leaned back and he literally threw a leg up over the arm of his armchair and he put his arm up over it and he said, sit back. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. So we did. And we got into a conversation about crystals and he began to teach me about crystals. And then the most miraculous thing happened. He began to give me crystals from his private collection. So when you're hearing all the unwrapping and all that, it's him pulling out trays of beautiful, unbelievable citrines and smoky quartzes and even blue, beautiful stones that are not to, not sold anywhere out there. They're gorgeous that he gave me garden quartz crystals and as we're talking, as I'm asking him questions, he's like grandfather sitting in the chair going through all the crystals and he's he's specifically, specifically pulling out different crystals for me. And you're going to hear this as we go forward. It's unbelievable. Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine this would happen. And he's going to tell me that he's giving them to me for a particular reason, among many other things in this interview, as it kept going on and on. And it was astounding. I had tears. I was emotional. I was... It was such a beautiful exchange and conversation. It was just like being in your family's house and you're just sharing. And he's educating me on not only the crystals, but he's showing me what it is about them and why he's giving them to me. So this is fascinating. Listen to this. Ela vai passar essa mensagem agradecendo muito pelas That's for you. I'll set them properly and I'll keep them. Like I'll for you. Isso tudo aqui é esmeralda. It's emeralds. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It's not the that people set in the streets. Because sometimes what happens here, have some problems. At emeralds too. Beautiful. Does that come from your mind? Yeah, from his mind. And these two? It's the size for me. Well, they said. Yeah, yeah. from his mind too. <gasps> Oh, it gives me chills. Wow, 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 that is gorgeous. Oh, my. oh wow, it's so beautiful. And what does the emerald do for the body? Esmeralda, what does it pass for the body? Energy, cure, equilibrium. Energy, healing, balance. Are the different crystals specific to different things for him? Alguns cristais eles são diferentes para todos eles trabalham da mesma maneira que o senhor pediu. Aqui, essa pedra que eu dei para ela é para carregar, é para ter na casa dela. Né? Mas essa aqui, que ela quiser. Eu colocava. 
Yeah, that's, we can do that. Yeah? No problem. That is so amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's a short one. I'm humbled and, and awed. It's beautiful. Yes, thank you. What could I give him? He chooses for you, huh? I know. What could I give him? If he could afford that, I'll make him a short one. Thank you so much. I want to. 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 Que eu estou nessa missão, eu agradeço todo jornalista. Todo jornalista é um missionário de Deus. Eu quero que você solta a verdade. I want to show the truth. Ela vai mostrar a verdade, é isso que ela quer fazer. I want to show the heart, so that the ego goes away and, and people understand. Can you see John? Very simple man, there's no ego. You know, like that's him. Yeah. No, it's already assumed that. <laughs> my show that he's. Certeza que ela vai botar o show lá para. The people that listen to this, that want to hear this, are seeking it already. Ela tem quantas irmãs? How many sisters do you have? I have one sister. Uma irmã. I have brothers. How many? Ela tem quantas irmãs? I have two brothers. And one in spirit. And your sister, how old she is? She's five years older than so she's uh, she's forty nine. That's for your sister. Oh, oh, I don't know what to say. Thank you so much. You're gonna make me cry. In a ring. In a ring, make her a ring. All of them into one ring. Tudo é pedra. Não tem pedra brasileira. Não é. Você não está levando nada de vidro. No glass. Uh, e nem aqueles piticon. Because what he's very upset, you know, the people selling this. He, he doesn't matter. He don't care if another people selling crystals or things. That's alright. That's for everybody. But selling the true things with good quality. What happened now? Many people in the, in the streets here selling like glass, mm -hmm. and the people come to ask the entity to bless and to give you energy. But it's glass. It's no, no possible. Tell him I make fine jewelry and I make jewelry with meaning. I make jewelry with real crystals. Oh wow! 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 Are those uh, smoky quartz or citrine? Is it a crystal for me or citrine? Yes, it's citrine. Citrine and smoke quartz together. These stones are gorgeous. This here is citrine. That's a citrine. This here is fumé. That's a smoke quartz. More clear. Beautiful. Oh, they're gorgeous. Wow. So beautiful. They're pure. Just pure. Beautiful. I love the stones. He knows you are a serious person, and that's why he gave that interview for you. Tell him I make the fine jewelry. I'm making a series called. It's a collector series that will go in a museum, or for collectors, and it's called. You live in America, yeah? Yeah. Colorado, where? California now. I used to live in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. And I. The series is. Ela vai ir, deixa eu ver. I'm going to laugh and that's what he said. It's called the Golden Age series. It's about the unfoldment of consciousness in the Golden Age. So each piece takes a year or more to think up and contemplate. And 
If he wants me to Olha, add any stone to any of these, pedra. I will. <laughs> oh, essas pedras, yeah, são stones. cristais. Olha o que tem dentro delas. Look just what happened inside that stone. Isso é bom estar te dando porque aí você não precisa de comprar. He'll give me because nothing to buy. Look inside. That's crystals. Oh God, they're beautiful. What a story. It looks like you're in the ocean, like you're in an ocean. Como se estivesse vendo o mar na. What is that? Oh, thank you. What are they? What kind of stone is it? Mas são essas pedras que são caras. That's a very expensive stones. Beautiful. Is it sapphires or, or is it? Mas você pode dizer o nome dela? Tourmalines. Não safira não. Me passou o nome agora. It's forget for now. It's very expensive. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Só lindas elas. It's God calling. So, at that portion of the interview when his phone rang, um, I stopped for a minute. But what was happening that you were listening to is he was really more interested in going through all the pallets of crystals that he had, which is what you heard going on, and he was handpicking the ones that he wanted to give to me. And he asked me, do you have a sister? And I said, yes. And he very meticulously and very carefully picked out three stones that were garden quartz and gave them to me in the gentlest of ways. He just very, very graciously put them in my hand and said, you're to make her a ring with this. Okay, and for my brothers, he picked out two more. And then for my brother that had passed, he picked out one more and gave me that. And that was such a gracious thing. Awesome. He gave me a large smoky quartz that I was to keep from my house and help my house with energy and protection and such. And another round clear crystal that was for me and for my own energy field. And then lastly, he gave me a gorgeous blue blue beautiful stone which I am in the process of setting right now into a ring and he told me basically that I needed to have it on my finger when I returned and uh, all of these were blessed and charged for the well-being of the intention there and it was absolutely miraculous and what I did with my group that I took down there is the very last day they were there together we play a card game where I give them crystals and everybody wins prizes and we learn about the meaning of the crystals and ultimately everybody gets exactly what they need and a fella in the group is the one that ended up winning the crystal that was given to me for my deceased brother and I had said to the people prior to the end of the game I said whoever wins this next prize their entire focus must be on spirit and keeping their focus on spirit and that will be the intention of receiving this gift and you will bear the karma of that if you don't and he won that so it's currently being set for him as a stone that came from the private collection of John of God and this is just an astounding gift and an honor but it didn't end there there's more and it was phenomenal how the rest unfolded. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
you voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and today we have Randy Schoenberg here, and we're talking about the movie Woman in Gold because it's based on his life. And I'd like to go into the artwork about this movie since the whole movie is about the woman in gold. What is the woman in gold? The woman in gold is uh, a name that's used for the portrait of Adele Blochbauer. That's uh, Maria Altman's aunt. She's the my client in the film, and uh, Adele and Klimt, uh, actually had a long relationship because Klimt did two pictures of Adela, two full-length pictures. There's the portrait, uh, number one, the gold portrait, and then there's uh, a second standing portrait. Uh, I think she's the only sitter that had two full-length portraits by Klimt. Uh, and there, you have to know, Klimt was really the most famous artist of his time in Vienna, uh, most expensive artist, too. 
and he wasn't Jewish, but actually most of his his major patrons were Jewish. Um, the Blochbauers, the later the Zucker Candles, those three families bought about 30 of, wow. of his 100 or so major artworks uh, during that time between 1900 and when he died in 1918. So uh, he, they were Where really his support. Where are those paintings? Where uh, they go? Well, the paintings are all over the place. Some were destroyed in the war. Uh, others are still in the Austrian gallery in Vienna. Uh, and uh, and the one, the woman in gold, is now in the Neue Gallery in New York. It was purchased after uh, it was recovered by Maria and her family. They sold it to Ronald Lauder to put on permanent display in the Neue Gallery. Uh, and for a while, it was the most expensive painting in the world, uh, which is a crazy thing to say. But it's how it's, expensive it, is it? It's <laughs> allegedly it was uh, 135 million dollars wow. uh, that he paid. That's that's what they Did say. Did he use gold on it, or uh, is it just painted gold? It's it's actual uh, gold leaf that's mm-hmm. used. It it looks like an icon, and I think Klimt realized that this was going to be um, a big a big work. Uh, many people are familiar with the kiss by Klimt. It, that's probably on every other dorm room wall right. in the United States. That's maybe his most famous painting, and it was done around the same time as the portrait of Adele Blochbauer. Now, Klimt, um, besides being the most expensive and famous painter of his day, a hundred years ago in Vienna, um, he liked to paint in a long smock with nothing on underneath, and uh, <laughs> he had lots of nude models hanging around, and when he died, there were 18 illegitimate kids wow. uh, who, who came out of the woodworks, and so everybody, everybody speculated that oh, he must have had something going on with Adela too. Who she sat for him for so many, uh, so many times. But uh, there's no proof of that, obviously. And so we're, we're just left to What did Maria say about that? Maria said <laughs> that she asked her mother one time, and her mother, who is Adela's sister, uh, said, oh, "Ridiculous! They had an intellectual friendship." And Maria said, well, my mom would have said that even if it wasn't <laughs> just an intellectual <laughs> friendship. Mm-hmm. So Maria had her suspicions, but we'll, we'll really never know. Um, Adela was, according to Maria and the, and the things that, that Adela left behind, a very intellectual, uh, sometimes serious woman. Uh, Maria said she would have absolutely been a lawyer or a politician or someone at that level uh, had she lived in a different time. But she was married off to Ferdinand, who was much older uh, her her older sister had married Ferdinand's older brother. So two boys named Bloch married two girls named Bauer. They combined their name to make it fancy, Bloch Bauer. Uh, and so Adela was married off to this older sugar baron, Ferdinand. And I think she uh, she tr- they tried to have children, but but were unsuccessful. And so she they collected artworks, and they had these in Klimt's, and they had dozens of other Austrian paintings, and they had the largest collection of antique porcelain in Central Europe, of over 300 settings. Wow. Yeah, where would you put that, right? Yeah. I mean, you, well, they you, had a big house. They had a big house, you can imagine. <laughs> uh, and they had, they had the beautiful house in Vienna. They had a beautiful estate uh, outside of Prague. And she really became uh, the leader of a salon, what they, what they call a salon, which is that she would entertain. And the ladies she would come and... Not just ladies. She would invite the artists and intellectuals, mm. people like Klimt or Richard Strauss or writers like uh, Schnitzler or Hofmannsthal. They came to parties at the Blochbauers constantly, and she would surround herself with these intellectuals and artists and, uh, and really sort of feel a part of that, and, um, and she supported them. Uh, she was also very civic-minded. Uh, in her will, she left 
bequests to the orphans and the workers' society. She was a little bit of a socialist, although very wealthy. And, uh, and she was just very, very much committed to social causes, which I think makes her a very interesting modern woman for her time. And to, for her to have become this icon now of the, the sort of the beginning of the 20th century in Vienna, this, this cultural time period where you had not just Klimt, but my grandfather, Arnold Schoenberg, is revolutionizing music. You have Wittgenstein, who's doing the same in philosophy. You have Sigmund Freud, who's doing the same in psychoanalysis, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, she, she, she embodies now that period for us, and that's why her painting is really the most famous painting from that time. Do you ever go and look at it there? I was there. I hadn't been for a while, and I was there after the premiere, and it's just, it's just a stunning painting. It looks like, I think it was intended to look like a Byzantine icon. Uh, what do you feel when you look at that? You did this. What do you feel? <sighs> you know, I... For me, I have a long history with it because I remember going as a kid when I was early teen to that museum and my mom telling me, you know, your grandmother's friend Maria, that's her aunt Adela Blochbauer. So I, I remember the picture and remember this sort of unusual name, right, at the time. Uh, and now I see it, you know, 40 years later and 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 I had something to do with its yeah, history. It's, free, it's really yeah. it's really an amazing, amazing thing. I, I pinch myself every time I have to think about the whole story. I can't imagine, truly. I mean, so what happened in the necklace? So in the in the film, it says, true story, Maria got a necklace from her uncle. It actually isn't wasn't identical to the one in the painting, but it was solid diamonds. And, uh, and Maria said that they found out after the war that it was given to Hermann Goering's wife, uh, and they never recovered it. Now, since the film came out, people have sent me things about Hermann Goering's wife's jewelry collection, which was apparently recovered by the allies like the monuments men uh i'm not sure which which one uh might have been maria's she's no longer here to identify it but probably it was just broken up at the end of the war and used as currency did she get any other jewelry that came from that time frame or that period did she recover anything else well her story was that when the gestapo came to the house and asked for her jewelry around the time they were arresting Fritz, she was so scared that she told them that the necklace was at the jeweler's. Um, he was cleaning it or keeping it for safekeeping. So they went to the jeweler and picked it up. And for whatever reason, the jeweler didn't give the matching earrings uh, to the Gestapo. So Maria actually escaped with those matching earrings. I saw them. They were like like rocks, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many carrots that would be, but whatever you're thinking in your head, triple it, okay? That was the size of the earrings. And she said the necklace, they were even bigger. So uh, that, that she did have and, and, uh, and was able to bring out and enjoy for the rest of her life. This must be just so amazing for you to realize and to see this movie come out and have it all put together. It's almost like a proper closure to the entire ordeal, which was a bit of an ordeal for a while, but then... A triumph. Yeah, I think for me the happiest moment was when the paintings were all here in Los Angeles at the L.A. County Museum. Uh, Stephanie Barron, the curator there, had put together in a matter of weeks uh, an exhibit, and Maria was there with with her niece, you know, her nephews, her her uh, four kids, her six grandkids, um, just you, the whole extended you family. It yeah, all in one room with these paintings, which had started out in one room. You know, I want to speak. In two seconds here to your courage. That's what I gathered from this film. Your belief, your trust in yourself, and your courage. And I think that's coming through in the film. And, and people need to see this. 
really they need to see. Where can they read more about what you've written? So there's a great book written by Anne Marie O'Connor. She was a journalist at the LA Times who covered the case. And it's called Lady in Gold. So the film is Woman in Gold, and the book is called Lady in Gold. I recommend the book very highly. She did an excellent job, and it has a lot more details, obviously. And do you have writings or blogs or anything you do? I have I write about things all the time. I put some of the stuff on a blog called Churn Blog, S-C-H-O-E-N-B-L-O-G. I do a lot of genealogy. You can look for me on genie.com. But right. uh, I haven't written my book yet, and maybe I will. You must. Thank <laughs> you so much for being here. Now, I have one question I ask everybody. What makes your life brighter? What makes my life brighter is my wife and kids. Uh, I'm just so lucky to have all of them. I was just away for a week, and you come back, and you see your family, and uh, there's nothing else like it. I'm very lucky. Randy Schoenberg, everybody. Woman in gold. You need to go out and rent it, buy it, see it. Educate yourself. This is groundbreaking history. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. We'll be right back next week with more, and we'll have an interview with John of God live. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.